So I know for many of us women entrepreneurs, one of the most time-consuming parts of our business is social media. It's not just creating the content, but it's keeping up on the trends and what do we post and what kind of content and do we do video? Do I do static post? Do I do long form content? Like what do I do? How do I show up? It's just, it can be so exhausting. But today's guest is actually going to share with us some simple, easy ways to make social media, not just easier, but more simplified to make the whole process take way less time because we know we have to do it, but we're just stuck on the how and the what. So let's go dive in. And as we listen to the amazing Becca share her ideas on how to simplify social media, how to get the most from it, you guys are not going to want to miss this. So let's go dive in. Welcome to Master Your Mindset, the podcast where I unlock the secrets to manifesting your dream life. I'm your host, Jen Goodfriend, subconscious mindset coach and freedom alchemist, and I'm here to inspire, empower, and when needed, give you that gentle kick in the ass. Join me on a journey through the world of mindset, money, and manifestation. We're talking financial freedom, time freedom, and living the life you've always dreamt of. Get ready for positivity, fun, and plenty of aha moments. It's time to rewrite your story and manifest your wildest dreams. So let's dive in and start mastering your mindset. Are you ready? Because I am. Hey, hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. And this is another guest episode. And today I have Becca Photo here. I am so excited to have you. Becca, introduce yourself. Tell everybody about yourself and what you do. Hey, hey, everyone. So, so excited to be here, Jen. Thanks for having me. I am Becca Photo. I am the proud founder and CEO of Lady B & Co, which is a brand that I am relaunching back into the world as a media company to help female founders, really, really ambitious female founders, be seen, be heard, and get loud in their business. And so one of the things that I find truly passion or passionate or what I'm driven by maybe is that a lot of us, we are we are brilliant working behind the scenes of our businesses, behind our laptops and doing all the things. But sometimes, and I'm so guilty of this as well, we don't always get what we're working on, our craft, our genius out into the world and actually make the impact that we're here to make. So that is what Lady B is here to do. That is what everything that I'm creating behind the scenes myself for this business is designed to do is to help you to be seen, be heard, get loud through the mastermind, some courses, as well as a uh, uh, membership group that we have as well. Oh, I love that. And my favorite part of all the things every time I hear your intro is the get loud, like be loud. And yes. I'm like, oh my God, yes. Like I used to think, oh, I had to be meek and quiet and like reserved to get like success in business. And then it was like, as soon as I became my loud, bubbly, happy self, that's when the true success came. So tell me, how did you step into your business and this be loud movement and, and be seen? So I'd love to hear your journey. Mm, thank you for this question because it's actually a very recent journey. I would even say I'm still walking through it, but I actually launched this brand back in 2020 before all the things of 2020 happened. Um, I had a, a year of burnout, I call it in 2019, where I was running two full-time businesses, uh, managing my you know household of three kids, very active children, uh, four animals, because we just can't you know get enough on our plate. And honestly, just kind of fell into a complete burnout zone. Um, I found myself in a space where at the end of 2019, I was like, I can't stay here. So I actually ended up uh, parting ways with my business partner in uh, one of my businesses and then actually shut the doors to a thriving business. It wasn't even bad. It was just, I 
kind of put a, a line in the sand. It was like, I can't do this anymore. And I kind of burned all of the boats and uh, left myself on this island and had a very emotional month in December of 2019, working alongside my mentor to really kind of understand what is my next move? What is it that I'm here to do? This wasn't working for me. What can I take from all this experience and create like my dream, you know, business? And that was Lady We actually launched, I worked diligently. We overhauled the brand, the logo, every, I mean, basically we birthed this brand new business in like eight weeks and had this beautiful launch party on March 8th of 2020. And then we all know what happened next. And so I'm not going to say COVID like changed it, uh, but it did force me to pivot how I was doing it really quickly, as I know many of us did as well during that season. And it actually gave me the time to sit back and because I did it so fast, I was like, what do I really want this to be? And so what ended up happening kind of flash forward a little bit um, through 2021 and 2022 is I really did a lot of um, one-on-one work, coaching. I was really trying to step out of doing the work for my business or for my clients and helping them kind of do it for themselves. But I had no training. <laughs> like I had no coach myself. I was like, wait a second here. So I was kind of just taking what worked for me and my clients and then applying that. So ultimately I kind of came to a screeching halt with that at the end of 2022 when it just wasn't working. I, I had, you know, kind of thrown myself into a business. And this is where I think a lesson that a lot of us maybe learned the hard way or we need to understand is that it is okay to take something that you love and set it down for a hot minute to kind of let it birth on its own. Um, I kept forcing it and forcing it and trying things. And if anyone ever followed me on social or like knows me during that season, it was like, I love you, Becca, but I have no clue what you do. I have no clue how to buy from you or what to buy from you. And I'm like, I know me neither. You're like, it was just this wild, foggy haze. And uh, so I took 2023 to get clear, to get really clear. And that is where what you see today is all kind of come out of this. Um, it was the end of September after another botch launch. And um, I got quiet. I just sat down in this very desk that I'm recording this show with you on. And I was just like, I'm, I'm done. I'm surrendering. You know, I kind of was in the season of surrender anyway. And uh, that's when it hit me. Like I was crafting an email and this swoosh came over and this word loud just like beat through, like almost like a gong was going off. And I was like, whoa. That is wild. But I and so I wrote it down in a post it really fast. I slapped it up on my board, but I didn't know what it meant then. I had no clue what it meant. I just was like, again, surrender, trust, go. And it, then it was on 11-22, November 11th. Uh, I had a friend essentially tell me some things that were hard truths, but they were truths I needed to hear. And I just went back to my office. I started writing everything down that I wanted. And I was like, Lady B. Lady B is a media company. It is a media company and it is here to help women get loud. And the whole foundation of the brand in itself is Lady and a women here. B is help to pollinate, help things to grow. And so it's women helping each other, helping to grow each other and co and company. Let's bring everybody else along with us and let's do this thing. And I always loved the mission of the brand. I just never had it quite the full pulse on like what, what it was. And now I know. 
Oh, I love that because I love your story too. So women can see, even though you had multiple successful businesses, it didn't quite translate right away. And that's the thing is just because we have success in one area doesn't mean it's going to automatically guarantee success in other areas because things come up, mindset things come up. You got into that Mm -hmm. hustle, you got into the forcing and forcing. And a big thing that you said that I want people to take away is you got quiet, you allowed, you just stood back and are like, you know, release and just let things be. And it's when you released control that all the ideas flooded in. You've got that perfect idea. It all fell into place. It all just happened. And that's the power of just letting go. Sometimes when we're trying to force things are, we get that forceful energy back. But as soon as you allowed and let go, it just, it's so beautiful. Oh, I love that. <laughs> it's just amazing. Oh, so tell everybody about the media stuff because you're all about mm-hmm. content creation made easy. And we all know I love the easy button, <laughs> make everything easy, make it quick because we don't have time to be doing the all day hustle thing. I am all against that. So how would you female entrepreneurs make that content creation easier for themselves and quicker and all that good stuff? Yes, I love that. Well, and because of the shift too, I think the biggest change for me was I had gone from being, you know, I essentially had built a marketing agency. So we were thriving. I'd come from the agency background. We had clients. We didn't really have to market. We we had a really great product and we got a lot of referral business. So when I, you know, kind of was like, I don't want to do that anymore. I just want to teach you to do it for yourself. I was now doing kind of the B to C style marketing, which was a very different shift for me and change. And one of the things I learned really, really quickly is that it was attracting a lot of, you know, female founders, entrepreneurs who were either one woman shows or they had, you know, maybe a lean and mean team behind them, but they didn't have a marketing department. I'm no longer talking to a marketing director. I'm talking to an owner. And so my whole mission from the beginning was content is going, you know, drive so much in your business as far as getting your, you know, getting loud and getting the word out about what you do, who you are, but also driving sales. And we can't have a business without sales. And so I found myself really wanting to coach people on how to create content that will help them convert. And I guess first and foremost is to attract the right audience, connect with that audience, and then convert that audience into a paying customer, whatever that looks like. And So how that is easy is we have to work backwards. And a lot of times we think, we think right away, we think social media, when we think of content, Um, we think we got to churn out content. You're going to post after post or reel after reel, uh, story after story, and just get all this content, this like a volume of content. When the reality is we don't need a volume of content to create a massive shift in our business. We need to create the right type of content that our audience is craving from us. And that way, when we, are putting content out in the world, they're like on their phones or on their laptops, like waiting for you and like wanting to just take it all in. And so there's a formula to that. There's a really a strategic kind of plan. And that's what I, I've created a whole program around this, the Confident Creator Mastermind. But just to kind of give you a flavor of what I mean by working backwards is starting with the end in mind. This isn't for the customer. This is for you. <laughs> the very first thing we do, or one of the very first things we do, is we actually outline your offer suite. And this is where if someone would have told me this a few years ago, I'd have been like, oh, 
That makes so much sense. But instead, I was going right to the copy. I'm a copywriter and contest writers by trade. So I was like, copy, 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 um, and writing all these great things. But the reality is I should have been starting right like from the beginning with my offer suite because I would have realized there really isn't one and then I would have developed one, right? I had my membership, but I wasn't promoting it that well. Like I look back, I do literally look back at this and I was like, oh, girl, like give me your hand. Let's let me, let me walk alongside you because she was doing it. Her copy was amazing, but she was doing her system was wrong. Her system, her approach to it um, was was not what I would even kind of consider doing today. So the very first step is to really understand your offer suite. The second thing is to look at that offer suite and understand what outcomes does each of them provide. What and I would get. I mean, I would list fifty or a hundred if you could, but at least challenge yourself to write three to five outcomes to those offers that your people that you've either proven have happened or that you, if it's a new offer. Like, here's what I expect to happen because of this offer, this program or whatever that you're created. And then the third thing is to write content to those outcomes. So again, this is how you attract the right buyer into your world. You're not just throwing spaghetti at the wall. You actually have a desired outcome that you want for this person that's reading your content. And then you also align your call to action to that outcome or to, or to that offer. I mean, so if it's to get on a wait list, if it's to comment, you know, or DM you, you know, something to get, you know, a conversation started, if it's just to drop a heart, if it's to go listen to a podcast, watch, listen to a blog, whatever, listen to a blog, read a blog, whatever those calls to action are that bring them closer to that offer. Or, and then that call to action will bring them even closer in the sales process. But ultimately it's a working backwards system. And I've, I've, Yet to hear someone say, start with your offer suite when it comes to content creation. But I think it is so, so critical as you map out your plan. And I won't get into all of that. There's there's six steps for a reason. This is a very in-depth system, but you map out your prop, your your whole plan so that you are sprinkling in offers. You have your launch systems built in there. You have some freebies in there along with your paid offer. So it's a beautiful mix of content from you to reach your prospect at any level in her journey in business. I love that. And I love how you start with the end in mind, because I'm all about that. Like that was for me a big aha moment in my life too, is because if you're just randomly throwing things out there and content out there with no cohesion, it doesn't allow people to really get to know you and like you and trust you and want to buy from you because it's like, well, how do you help me and what do you offer? So if like every second or third day you're offering something different or talking about something different, it's totally incohesive. Plus there's that part you said about, you know, speaking to their desires. Cause that's one thing about social media. I see all the time people are talking about all this other stuff, but I'm like, well, how do you help me? And what's the end result? So speak to why that is so important. Like when you're talking to your ideal client, why are you wanting to talk about, you know, what, what they actually want? What's the importance of that in your marketing? Yeah, no, that's a great question too. And I think that my background as a copywriter really plays well into this, this kind of putting content together with this outcome or this desire in mind too, because I have taught copywriting for years now, multi, I mean, five plus years now. And one of the biggest, we talk, we talk about like, I have a whole talk about like the biggest mistakes. And one of the biggest mistakes is you write to features and benefits and you forget to write into um, or, or about their desires. And so getting someone in a space to, I mean, your hook here is so important in your caption, whether it's your social media caption, 
and your, it's your email subject line, your blog, you know, title, all these, the, all of those things are, are considered a hook. And so really getting, that's the thing you should be spending the most time on when you're creating. In my opinion, I have an exercise where we go through, um, I make you write at least 30, if not 50 different hooks. And we get down to one and it's an exercise just because some people just are like, they'll craft this beautiful body of work and then they'll throw some you know, basic title to it. I was like, no, who's going to read this? Um, And so understanding and really getting into the mindset of your ideal buyer is so, so critical. Um, I'm going to throw one more thing at you. If you want to do really a good deeper exercise is to write a letter to her or him, like getting name her, give her actual personality traits, like, or if, if you need to kind of create her or if she's someone already in your world, leverage that person. And when you're writing copy, writing to just that one person is so, so important. Because again, when you're reading something from social media, blog, whatever, you're 99.9% of the time you're alone. So if you're reading something that's coming off the screen, that feels like, holy cow, she's talking to me. I'm going to take that action step that you're asking me to take. It's our job as creators to really guide our most ideal client down the journey to resolution, to transformation, to, you know, serving them in the, the, you know, with these outcomes that only we can provide. So if I'm not doing a call to action, because I know some people do that too, or I'm not explaining very well in my copy, the, the, how her world is going to be better on the other side or after, or if she's experiencing these things, how my course can help her with those things, um, that I'm not doing my job very well. And so it's really a matter of connecting from in, with content, especially connecting with the person who you are most designed to serve. Mm, yeah. It's so funny you talk about that because one of my favorite things I love geeking out on is sales psychology. And one of the mm. things phrases that really got me was people buy with emotion and then back it up with logic. And it's those practical things that are going to get them in the emotion, the features and benefits. It's like the practical, that's the backing it up with logic, but people don't buy it. It's like, oh, great. I get a call with you and I get this group and I get that thing not sexy, but if you tell people I'm going to make you so feel so fucking good in your body that you're going to show up in every room feeling awesome and amazing. And you're just going to feel like you can take on the world. Women go, Oh my God. Yes, that is what I want. And then you say, this is how I do it, but you've already grabbed them. And then they're like, I don't know what this has cost, but I have to have this. And then they're like, oh, but this will do this to my business and this to my business. And then they justify that cost and they're like, okay, okay, yeah, I can do this. So how do people infuse that emotions and feelings into their copy to really grab their audience's attention? Yeah, that's a great question too. And I think for me, what I do when I'm when I'm getting ready to write something that is what I consider to be like, uh, I was going to say soul changing. Like, I feel like that's a really hefty phrase, but like, like make some stop in their tracks. You know, that's the goal for me. I go into every piece of content going, I want someone to slow their scroll. What do I need to say at the top that will get them to slow their scroll? Right. And so I think when it comes to that and getting tapping into that emotion is helping them understand probably two things. One is like kind of what you said, Jen, is like having them pause for reaction and seeing what's possible. Like 
holy cow, I want to live this fulfilled life in all these ways. And, you know, if, if this is a space that I'm in and only you will know that for your audience too, like you've attracted an audience that really wants to up-level life and live to the fullest and just burst with energy all the time and, you know, and just have it funnel into all these areas of their life. That is, you know, the kind of copy that will slow someone's scroll. For me, it's like, oh my gosh, I was just listening to a podcast earlier this morning as I was getting ready. And one of the things they talked about is like this 2024 year is the year of the content creator burnout. There's so much chatter in this world or this this space about how people are getting burnt out because the algorithms changed again and things are not, they're not getting as many views and likes and all the things, the engagement's down and blah, blah, blah. Like, that is the, I'm creating programs and offers that can combat that no matter what the algorithm does. And that's been something I've done since my, my, my agency days, like 2014 to 20, whatever it was. Um, we've always said like F the algorithm. If you're creating content that your audience craves, the algorithm can do whatever the hell it wants and your content will not it'll be fine. And that's, we've proven that I've proven that with my stuff. So I think it's a matter to getting to that emotional element of really helping them to understand what those outcomes are, what, or what the desire they want and actually how they can achieve it and not have the overwhelm, not have the algorithm screw it up, not have to worry about posting every day. Uh, Some of the old things that we used to talk about so much. And now we've we've all kind of walked away from that because things change, algorithms changed again. And so like what worked then doesn't work now. But I think from the, at the end of the day, people want ease. They want peace. They want results when it comes to creating content. And I am all about removing the extra, literally the extra. I get so simplistic and basic that some people are probably like, I don't know about that, but I'm like, this is where we're moving the clutter, what's not working, and we're only keeping what is, and we're creating a system for you to be able to do what you do to get your content out in the best way possible. So the uh, emotion of just even that message is like, whoa, it can be easy. It doesn't take 45 minutes to do a reel. No, I, I only allow three minutes per reel. If it takes longer than three minutes, it doesn't go out. Mm. Only three minutes. Like we're, we're seriously cutting the clutter out of these, these processes. So, yeah. I love that. So going to then this content creation style and algorithms changing, is there a specific type of content that you suggest your clients focus on? Like, is it static posts? Is it pictures? Is it video content? Like, what are you suggesting to people nowadays? Because everything is always changing. Yeah. I have tested quite a bit. I still, right now in this season, reels have still continued to be the place that gets the most traction as far as reach and attention and saves and shares and all of the things. So I, but that's why I say only three minutes on reels because I'm not on TikTok. I have never had a desire to be on TikTok. I know that they can play, you know, play nice with each other. So it's also one of those things where if you create a reel for one, you can repurpose it for the other. Cause that's the other thing too. I haven't really dived into too much here. Um, but I'm also about extracting like every ounce of content, you know, or everything you can from each piece of content. So creating something one time and really making it play nicely in different places and leveraging it for, you know, from link- Instagram to LinkedIn, you know, tweaking small things if needed for those spaces. But I would say reels for sure are, and it's because the algorithm loves them too. It's what the algorithm is, algorithm is favoring. 
And so sometimes, even though you want to go against the grain, uh, you do have to play with what the algorithm is wanting to get your content seen. But that's where, again, making it in a way that feels good for you still. So again, the three minute rule, the I have well, the students will get over 100 captions already ready to rock and roll, a caption templates, I should say. And so I literally today went in, found a caption template, filled out my stuff, had a, did a six-minute video or six-minute, six-second video. Um, and I have a, I have a co- I have cover templates and I just change out the title. I don't mess with design. I just change out the title, a little bit of color change to make sure people know which one is which. But literally that whole reel took me less than three minutes to make. So while I'm also like, I don't love reels or, you know, it took me a hot minute to get on the battle again. I also don't want to make it a 40. And it was because that was a 45 minute production for some people. Some people spent hours creating a reel. And I'm like, no, that's not, let's, that's not the right way to spend your time. And so reels, um, I would also back that up with a blog as well. Cause I think you can have a lot of blog blogs get a, a little bit of a bad rap, but they are so great from an SEO perspective, educating people who want to sit and read when people open a blog, they expect to sit for a minute. So they do read it. And that blog piece of content can just be so an email it could be a podcast script. It could be 10 different social media posts. So just extracting the gold from a blog post is good too. I love that. So you mentioned a topic that I love to actually do myself and that's repurposing. So explain Mm -hmm. to people, how can you repurpose your things so that you're not constantly creating new stuff? Because I know it gets exhausting to the brain to be like, okay, I have to create here, 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 and here. And then you're creating all these different pieces of content when you can take one core piece and create multiple pieces. So how does that work for people? How can they do that for themselves? Yeah, well, t- that too. And it keeps, so we talked earlier about it being cohesive. Like this is where that cohesive messaging comes into play so well, because you're actually taking a piece of content that they're seeing in all these places and maybe just tweaking it ever so slightly. And they're like, okay, yeah, I get her. Like she's, she's got this message, but I use a very simple system and it's what I, I blog. Um, I'm, I've got several, several blogs going at the same time usually, uh, but have uh, a blog cadence that I, that I execute on. And then from those blog posts, I extract at least five up to 10 different posts from that, depending on what the topic is and kind of where my social cadence is as well. And then from those posts, I at least create one, if not two emails from those. So I'm just barring a social media post from, um, So essentially I write the blogs. So I have a blog day or I write four for the month. And then I've got the next day is all about taking those blogs and extracting all of the social content from them. And I get that all in doc. And then I extract from that, that social doc. I'm like, all right, what emails, like which ones of these are fire that I want to make sure my email audience gets, you know, gets to see. And then I get those out and then I do the fourth day. So this is like a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday cadence on a Thursday, I will create all of the, all of the creative. So if, and I'll note them in there too, I'll be like, Oh, I think this would be great for a reel. Here's the visual idea I have for that. Here's a graphic, you know? And so here's, if it's a one, two, three, you know, step system, I'll be like, Ooh, this could be a good carousel. So I'll make all those notes. And then on Thursday, I'll just go in and I'll just create all of it. I will batch create all the real content. I will um, go ahead and get, you know, the canvas stuff done and all of the things done. And then on Friday, I will look at it all <laughs> with like a fresh brain and make sure all of it's good, all of it's, you know, per- correct, print, you know, flow of copy and all the things. And then I'll schedule it. I'll schedule at least 30 days in that Friday. Um, if I feel really good about it, I'll just go ahead and do, you know, do more. But uh, 
but 30 days out and then I'll go back and I'll schedule the, the month, you know, month over month. And that's how I build up my entire quarters with the content. And I'll preface this with something I shared earlier, which is to start off with your offer suite. So I also align all of that content, those topics. So I pick my blogs, um, topics based on my launch calendar. So if I, I know what I'm talking what I'm going to be offering in May, we're going to start talking about that here on the blog. That's going to be part of my blog writing in the next few weeks. I love that. And I love how you just made it super easy for people. So you're each day, you're taking a week and each day is a specific focus. And this is where a lot of people struggle with content because, you know, they come up with the idea, they write the, Mm -hmm. you know, a script for the reel, then they go to record the reel and then they edit the reel and they do all that in one thing. So then you're jumping because when you task jump, your mind takes a little bit of time to switch over. So all of a sudden you're in creation mode. Okay. Then I got to record and now I got to edit. So each time you're switching tasks, you're actually taking time away and your brain needs that time to switch over. Whereas you're doing what I like to do. It's like, okay, let's just come up with ideas. Let's just record. Let's just write. Let's just edit so that you're not doing that task jumping. And it actually helps you like spend less time on content creation. And you, you're doing like a whole month's worth in one week, which I think is absolutely amazing. And I love how you're tying it all in. Like you said, this is what I'm promoting. So then my blog posts are this, and you don't even have to do blog posts. Like for me, this podcast is one of my pillar pieces of content. So I take my ideas from here and then I can repurpose it into so many other pieces of content everywhere else. So if you had one suggestion for women to make content creation easy, what would that suggestion be? It would be to add a long form piece of content to their plan, like a podcast or a blog, or even like a video series. I know people who have like YouTube channels with lots and lots of people who they do, you know, YouTube videos for anything that you can create and kind of one big fell swoop, if you will, and then kind of piece out into multiple little pieces of content is where I would, is where I would start. I always say blog because it seems it's the easiest lift to get started but absolutely a podcast, absolutely any video series that you do. Because again, you can create a schedule as as busy or not as busy. You could do one podcast a month, but you could do four a month. You know, like it's, a, you could do eight a month. Like it's completely up to how, you know, your own bandwidth of what you can do, but committing to a, some form of long form content. Because that is, again, where you can take, even if you do nothing else, if you you just do a long form piece of content and you splice it in 10 different mini, mini posts and you post two times a week on social media or two, you know, two to three times on social media, and then take one of those every week and throw it into your email. Like you still have consistency. You still have the messaging is all, you know, in line of where it needs to be. And you're still showing up even when you're doing one thing a month. And so, and I think for all of us, you know, if you're listening, like that feels like when you hear it in other ways, like it feels overwhelming, but for like, oh, just one thing a month, I can write one blog a month. I can do one at least one podcast a month. Um, and, you know, and, and take the time to really share out the gold from each one that it, the lift doesn't feel so heavy. And then here's the beauty of that. As you grow, as you expand your team and you have people coming to work with you that can take off your, you know, take some tasks off of your plate that you're carrying right now. Oh gosh, now I have the bandwidth for two podcasts a month. Okay. 
awesome. Let's start with two. And you build out, you know, your calendar for two podcasts. You do the same thing though. Now you're just playing with 20 pieces of content every month and you're able to maybe drop two emails a week to your audience. And you're just able to nurture and be more intentional. And it, again, this is the system. This is, <laughs> this is what I do in my confident creator mastermind. Like this, we build this. And when I say it can grow and expand as you grow and expand in your business, like that's, this is how we do that. We start with what's manageable because that's the big thing. Everyone's like, oh my gosh, content. I have to create content. And they attach this like overwhelm and dread and stress and all these things to it. Like it's not a happy word for most people. But when you just step back and like, hey, <laughs> There's a very good systematic approach to this and it doesn't have to be hard. (laughs) It doesn't have to be stressful. It doesn't have to be a freaking video production like someone who's 20 years ahead of you or even 10 years ahead of you is. You just have to show up and be you. And when you kind of just remove that piece of it and again, explain how easy it can be, then it becomes fun. That's what I want. My mission is for content to be fun again for people, not so dreadful. (laughs) I agree. And you said something that was really key and it's stop comparing yourself to the other people Mm. you see on social media, because we have no clue where they are on their journey. So whether you're just starting out, you're midway through, you've only been doing this for a year or two, you're working with someone who maybe has millions of dollars and a large team and all this people that are doing all this stuff in the background. So you can't be like, oh, I'm not like, you know, Alex Hermosi, or I'm not like these big name people who have these big teams and do all this work for them. So only compare yourself to yourself yesterday. Like, just be happy that, you know, I created that one long form piece of content. I've created a bunch of smaller pieces of content from that. And it feels good to me. We need to stop comparing ourselves to other people because we don't know where they are on their journey. They could be you don't have that full scale team that's doing all this work. So of course you're not going to, you know, be the same place. And another piece is do the long form piece of content that feels good to you. Like I really don't like writing. It takes me forever to sit and write. And when I first started my business over five years ago, I had a blog and I forced myself and it sucked and I hated it. And I was just like, no. Whereas I started this podcast because to me, this is easy. It's fun. Like even just my solo episodes, I come with like a couple quick little outline and I can just riff and it feels good. And I like talk and it just all these ideas flow through me and it just, it feels so good. And then I can take that, like you said, and repurpose it. So make sure when you guys are choosing your long form piece of content, do whatever feels good for you. And then your ideal client is going to resonate with that. So if you love to write, your ideal client is probably going to love to read. They're going to find it. They're going to love reading it. There may be podcast listeners like my ideal clients. So don't be like, oh, but I have to do a blog or I have to do YouTube or I have to do. It's like, what do you want to do? And you're going to attract the right people to you. And oh, just so much wisdom. I, I could talk with you forever, but we've come to the end of the podcast. So Becca, you have an amazing gift for our audience. Tell them all about what it is. 
Yes. Yes. Well, I just want to piggyback one thing off of that too, because I'm so glad you brought that up because I know I talk a lot about blog just because it is easy to get into, but we do have an exercise. It's called finding your form of expression inside of the mastermind too. And it is, it is exactly for what you just shared. It's like not feeling, you're not, not making someone feel like they have to go one way or the other, have to do a podcast or have to do the blog. So it's finding what works for you, what fills you up and what you'll stay consistent with. So I'm so excited that you, that you shared that note too. Uh, so yes, a good, I love a good freebie, right? And, uh, and I also love to help people who are maybe are just getting started or they're like, okay, great. I need a content system or I need some support. I need a roadmap. Becca, do you have one? And the answer is yes, I have my 30 day, uh, roadmap 30 days. So, uh, not, it's a content roadmap. So it's got some ideas in there for you for blog, um, slash podcast. I kind of, you know, there, there's definitely some synergy in like what kind of content you can share from those two kind of overlapping from a content standpoint and as well as email and social. So grab that. They're all set up in there. There's even a, like a calendar in there. If you kind of need to get your ideas and thoughts and you know, your kind of your cadence organized. So um, grab that at the link um, in the show notes. And I'm just so thank you so much, Jen, for having me today. This was such a blast. I had so much fun. So if you guys want to grab that freebie and to follow Becca on social media, all the links are in the show notes, head over, give her a follow. Her content is amazing and you can see her strategy in action and what better way than to check it out. So head over, follow Becca and we will see you guys back here again next week. Looking for more magical tips and tricks to help you manifest your dream life? Then head over to Instagram and give me a follow. And I'd love it even more if you took a moment and sent me a DM while you're there and just said hi. It makes my big old heart so happy to chat with my listeners. You can find the link in the show notes.